stems from a Justice Department lawsuit against Texas last month, just days after SB 8 went into effect. The law outlines abortions once embryonic activity is detected, which is usually around six weeks, and that can be before some women even know they're pregnant, and it allows private citizens to enforce it by bringing civil lawsuits against anyone who helps a woman get an abortion after that, with fines starting at $10,000. Clinics say they're preparing to resume the procedure in women up to 18 weeks pregnant. At least one child has died in flash flooding triggered by torrential rain in parts of Alabama. A broom, no match for water that's washed out a home in Hoover, Pelham Fire Chief Mike Reed. We affected 82 rescues from home, homes and approximately 15 to 20 rescues from vehicles. In Spain's Canary Islands, the airport on La Palma is closed again because of ashfall from a volcano that's been erupting for almost three weeks. Lava has destroyed more than 600 homes and triggered 16 earthquakes. S&P futures are up 42. This is CBS News. If you're checking for fever, the leading sign of COVID-19, beware of dangerously inaccurate non-contact thermometers. Instead, learn about Exergen at exergen.com. So, what are you sipping? Whether it's our freshly ground coffee to wake you up, or an icy Polar Pop cup or froster to keep you going, our new Sip and Save drink subscription at Circle K will keep you refreshed every day. Join Circle K's Sip and Save and grab any size drink every day for just $5.99 a month. Yeah! Start sipping and saving today. Just sign up with your mobile number when you check out at Circle K. Limited time offer at participating locations. There are a lot of exciting things happening this fall. I want to focus on what's important, not what's for dinner. Luckily, HelloFresh delivers everything I need, and it's 30% cheaper than grocery shopping. The quick and easy recipes are perfect for weeknights. We're all busy, but with HelloFresh, I actually have time to enjoy my meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash DanaCortez14 and use code DanaCortez14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's code DanaCortez14 for 14 free meals at HelloFresh.com slash DanaCortez14. Don't discount the cut-up in the corner. Every class has at least one, a jokester, a class clown. But these silly students, who we tend to classify as immature, may actually be some of the smartest kids in the room. A new study in Humor, the International Journal of Humor Research, suggests strong humor skills are a sign of high intelligence. In fact, researchers found 68% of funny students they studied had higher general knowledge and verbal reasoning than their classmates. Researchers did not find the same correlation in adults and it could have to do with why humor's used. Experts say adults tend to use humor for entertainment, while kids use it for acceptance. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Plant-based burgers are one thing, but vrimp? Nestle is working on vegan shrimp for the European market, as well as an egg substitute made from soy protein and omega-3 fatty acids. The company says it's perfect in frittatas. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Whoa! And in order to maneuver it, you need an expert by your side. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech solutions you need to help you get out in front and stay ahead of the game. Woo! Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. And do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. 
Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Eclipse Company Restaurant and Store in the Plains is open Wednesday and Thursday, 3 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9, and Sundays, 12 to 7. Stop in for live music Wednesdays and Thursdays, and Eclipse is located at 11309 Jackson Drive. Take exit 682 to the Plains, then turn on to Johnson Road. Again, that's 11309 Jackson Drive, right off Johnson Road. Eclipse Company Restaurant and Store is the best hidden restaurant in Southeast Ohio. Barbecue, beers, and good times. Daily reports of the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. I don't know if you've heard, but the c and Plains has been sold. Hello, this is Tyler. My wife Misty and I are the proud owners of the newly remodeled, fully stocked, and completely updated True Value Hardware and Farm in the Plains. So we invite you to stop on by. Take a look around for your home, hardware, outdoor power equipment, ranching, and farm hobby needs. And as always, thank you for shopping local. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Cars, Friday cars, afternoons at 106 cars, on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Did I say 57 Chevy? Cars, cars, cars. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Difficulties with everyday tasks, words and numbers, confusion in familiar environments, memory loss, and changes in behavior. These are all signs of dementia. Athens County Cares wants to create a dementia-inclusive Athens County and empower adults living with cognitive decline through a holistic program which safeguards their dignity and independence while improving their and their caregivers' quality of life. Pick up the phone and call 740-594-3535 or visit AthensCountyCares.org to learn more. Join Kevin Dunnigan and Troy Bolin all season long for the Hewite Honda Football Friday Night Post Game Show. Immediately after the Athens County Game of the Week, join the guys for analysis, information, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the show. Have a question about a game in the area? Driving back from a football game? Call in at 740-592-1055 or toll free at one 592 1055 It's the Hewitt Honda Football Friday Night Post Game Show. Friday nights on 105.5 FM, Power 105. I-N-E-P-T, in it, tech. 
two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, we start the second half of your football season with a home game coming up this week and a game that is a conference ball game. Well, that's right. You know, it is the start of the second half of the season. Kind of makes you wonder where the first half went to. You know, you're having so much fun coaching and playing football. We've been playing some fine ball games this year, but it is the start of the second half of the season, and we are getting ready for our race for the conference championship. We're getting ready to go into the home stretch. we got some conference ball games coming up, and that's right. This is the first ball game of our conference race that uh, we're looking forward to playing this week. The opponent is Double Dakota Tech, I understand. That's right, DDT, and we're looking forward to playing them boys. You know, they still, uh, they're a brand new program. They're in the conference, uh, but they're still getting the bugs worked out of their program. Are they in uh, North Dakota or South Dakota, Coach? Well, that's right. Uh, they they are in North Dakota and South Dakota because, uh, you know, they have a very interesting stadium. You know, they, the 50-yard line on their stadium where they play their home ball games is the state line between North Dakota and South Dakota. So sometimes you're playing in North Dakota and sometimes you're playing in South Dakota, which is real confusing since you don't always know what your area code is. Well, Coach, they won't have that problem this week because we'll be playing right here at home at Half Shell Stadium. Well, that's right. It is a home ball game. We want to encourage all the fans to come on out and watch the ball game because they do have a real fine ball team. You know, Coach Robinson, uh, Coach Roach Robinson over there to DDT, you know, he hasn't been with that program too long because they're a brand new program, still working the bugs out of it, like I say. But uh, he's a real fine coach, and but, they, you know, they call him Coach Roach. Coach Robinson over there, they call him Coach Roach. He is a real fine coach, and we're looking forward to locking horns over at Half Shell Stadium this week. And we'll be back with Coach Turf in just a moment. Good old Coach Roach. <laughs> well, the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by an ingredient that helps prevent infections and helps support or promote cell health, growth of red blood cells, energy levels, good eyesight, healthy brain function, good digestion, healthy appetite, proper nerve function. The list goes on and on. Can you guess? what that ingredient might be water it is none other than b vitamins hmm. well coach turf we haven't heard much from your scouts uh, coach uh, lewis and coach clark since back i think the iou game was the last we heard from them well, that's right you know uh, he was uh, down in uh, oklahoma scouting uh, south oklahoma state and had a a little trouble getting out of there. In fact, they had to sell a game ball to get a bus ticket, and that's how come we didn't have no game ball that week. And then they were supposed to go to Indiana, and we never heard of them, uh, heard from them because they were supposed to scout IOU, and they didn't give us no scouting report. But I did just yesterday get a telegram from them right here and it says right here that, that uh, they got uh, see they're working the bugs out of their program like we say but they do have one fine ball player that we got to watch out for their quarterback feller name of uh, stevens spider stevens and they go with what they call their web offense where they shoot four or five wide receivers out every play and they get them in a pattern out there and, and then spider steven just throws that ball flings it up for grabs and they catch the ball and that's how they run their offense they got a real good passing game and spider stevens is the key to their offense sounds like your defensive secondary is going to be in for a long day well no it's going to be a night ball game be listening again sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of inept tech the coaching legend in his own mind the one and only coach art turf 
71st year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H Evans. Well, it's kind of gray and overcast looking out there and... Uh, They say we may see some rain showers as well. At least that's what's on the screen in front of me from the Weather Bureau. But I was listening to a TV station, I think out of um, Huntington or Charleston this morning, and they, they said it might be nice tomorrow. And Saturday as well. Sometimes the weather is easy, sometimes it's not. Anyway, 72, they're saying, will be our high today. And 74 tomorrow, 75 on Saturday, 80 on Sunday. In fact, on our forecast, they say sunny uh, Sunday and Monday are going to be particularly nice. All right? 80 degrees and sunny, partly sunny anyway. Never mind, you get the point. All right. It's a Thursday, folks. Scott's here. Good morning. Good morning. And um, I think I heard Brian Hughes mention that uh, we may not see a cool down until next weekend, a week from this weekend. But we also have the possibility of rain on Saturday. Yeah. For the homecoming activities. Oh, how could I have forgotten? Of course. Yeah, 75. Okay, Saturday. OU game, mid-afternoon, 3 o'clock. 3.30, right? Yeah, 3.30. Um, 75 degrees in light rain. Well, let's just hope they're wrong. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be a grand time at Peden Stadium. Um. I was, it, it, you just got me off uh, kilter. Off, off kilter, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever kilter means. Uh, my dad used that expression a lot. He did, <laughs> but um, it, it just occurred to me uh, we've got to um, invite some friends to go to the game with us. Anyway, oh yeah, okay. we haven't done that yet. Hey, we're going to have some neat things to give away at the Jambo uh, Saturday at the tailgate party too. Mm-hmm. So like stop what? by and say hey. Give us an example. Um, some swag, okay. OU Bobcat swag. Some neat stuff. If you got an extra one, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. XLO, uh, XLO, XLO. What's yeah. the O? Um, oh my! Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see here. Today, um, no special plans. We do have an interesting show that had been postponed a week, but it's coming up, I think, on the 14th. Rabbi Friedman. And uh, this guy, listen to me, this guy, this person is um, 
very well known nationally and often speaks at different uh, workshops and forums and things like that and on television about um, well relationships particularly between men and women um, and how to make your relationships better and uh, how to uh, stop from thinking you're having a bad one that sort of thing and, and I'm sure I'm doing a terrible job of explaining what he's all about but um, we had him scheduled for well, like a week ago and then something came up and now it's been pushed out to I think October 14th so as that gets closer we'll remind you some more um, let's see here. So today, a free-for-all. That means anything goes. We have, um, of course, a, a typical <coughs> agenda we sort of go through, like the National Day calendar and on this day in history and that sort of thing. So let's get started. Now, National Frappe Day, right? Now, isn't that like a form of iced coffee? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yep. And uh, National Chocolate-Covered Pretzel Day. I Ooh. do. Oh, yeah. I like those. National LED Light Day. Now, folks, you, anybody that knows me knows I've always enjoyed lighting. In fact... Um, really good in it in the theater business although there's so many new things now that I don't know about since I quit that line of work but um, LED lights uh, they certainly save energy and all that sort of thing but you know there's some other things that I'm still what do you call it I still lean toward incandescent. Uh, in other words, uh, just to have more control. But anyway, LED light day. But I'm sure they're just talking about general purpose use. National Trigominoneuralgia Awareness Day. Very nice. Um, okay, this one we, w we need to look up. Okay. <coughs> Trigeminal trigeminal neuralgia. T R I G E M I N A L neuralgia. October 7th is the Awareness Day. It brings support and education to the general public about painful a painful condition. The trigeminal trigeminal nerve is the largest of cranial nerves and consists of 12 pairs of nerves that control many functions of the face. It may range from pressure on the nerve, aging, or a disorder that wears away the myelin such as cerebral palsy. Other causes include injury or stroke. Hmm. It may experience severe pain in the face and jaw. The pain can be shooting or jabbing. Before an episode begins, 
Some sufferers experience a burning sensation. Okay. It can last a few minutes or days. Um, <coughs> there's a person I know who just recently had an incident, and now one... One, how do I put it? One side of his mouth or his lips are drooping a bit, and I don't think it's going to improve. But I don't know if that's some form of stroke or or what. But I've been concerned about him. Mm, yeah, quite possible. And I don't know if that's related to that. Trigeminal neuralgia or, or or not? Yep, could very well be. Well, one last thing, National Inner Beauty Day. How about that? Yeah, well, you know, we think of that what is on the surface, but as I researched here, National Inner Beauty Day on October 7th focuses on raising awareness and supporting victims of human trafficking. Oh, mercy. Yeah. I would not have expected Yeah, that. I mean, just to see that that title right there, you would think it, you know, would be, think well of yourself. Or yeah. don't judge someone simply by their appearance. Correct. You know, that it, there's an inner beauty. Yeah. It says, our strength lies in embracing that story without filtering it through someone else's definition of beauty. And yet they are. Yeah, most of uh, mostly of what you just spoke to. Yeah. When our core values reflect on the outside, we have given the world the gift we were born to give. Inner Beauty Day. Glory be. All right, let's see here. Well, that's our list of National Day Calendar. How about historical events? This is always embarrassing because I I fear so that I'm mispronouncing this or that. But we just blow through it. So, on this October 7th, the Battle of Lepanto. We're talking about the year 1571. The Battle of Lepanto. Holy League of Southern European Nations destroyed the Ottoman fleet in a significant loss off of uh, Western Greece. 1737, a cyclone causes 40-foot waves that are believed to have killed 300,000 people in Calcutta, India. 1763, George III of Great Britain issues proclamation of 1763 closing lands in North America north and west of the Alleghenies to white settlement how dare he anyway 1919 KLM the Royal Dutch Airlines established and they continue to say that they believe it's the oldest existing airline. I've been aboard it. Only once, though. 
And let's see here. The last one. 2001, the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan starts with an air assault and covert operations on the ground. Okay, as is customary, we've got some birthdays and we've got some um, some death dates, right? Yes. <clears throat> um, let's see here. What order shall we do this? We'll pick the oldest, I guess. Here's a name, Niels or Niles Bohr, B-O-H-R. His first name is spelled N-I-E-L-S. He was born on this date in 1885. He died in 1962. Why do I not know this name? Niles Henrik David Bohr was a Danish physicist who made foundational contributions to understanding atomic structure and quantum theory for which he received the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1922. He was also a philosopher and promoter of scientific research. You know, it seems to me we talked about this recently, but I don't remember the answer. What year did they start the um, Nobel Prize? Oh, uh, let me look that up, but want to go... Back to physicist Bohr here. Uh, He proposed, what was he most famous for? What did he discover? He proposed the model of the atom in which the electron was able to occupy only certain orbits around the nucleus. How about that? All right, now we'll go to the Nobel Prize. And that was in 22, you say, 1922. Um, That he won the... uh, Yes, 1922. Okay. Now, how long before that had the Nobel Peace Prize? Was it Peace Prize or just... Uh, Yeah, it says Nobel Peace Prize. It originated December 10th, 1901. Wow. Cool. Who won the very first one, you say? I say. (laughs) It was shared... Between the Frenchman Frédéric Passy and the Swiss Jean-Henri Dunant. <laughs> Both those guys very familiar with Absolutely, Canadian. yes. Household <laughs> names. <laughs> okay. Why was the Nobel Prize created? It, I uh, give why. It was, uh, according to his will and testament in Stockholm on uh, December 30th of 1896, a foundation established by Alfred Nobel, would reward those who serve humanity. The prize was funded by Alfred Nobel's personal fortune. Its function is to manage the finances and administration of the Nobel Prizes. Fair enough. Okay, uh, we've got four birthdays. We've done one. Heinrich Himmler. Yes, bad guy. Well, you know, I think it's natural that we Americans, you know, if someone was a um, German, what am I trying to get? A Nazi? A Nazi, thank you. We go with, they were a terrible person. And granted, there were many things that Nazi uh, believed in 
But think of our own nation. There, there are people that have certain titles that we don't agree with, and yet that doesn't mean they're fully behind it. So I don't know where I'm going here, but I think he, this guy probably did believe everything. Heinrich Himmler. Oh, he he was the one of the most powerful men in Nazi Germany, and he was the main architect of the Holocaust. Okay, well, that's a bad one. Yeah. So um, he was born on this date in 1900 and uh, died in 1945. Was it in some sort of military action that he died? Uh, I think it was. I think he was hung okay. as uh, for war crimes. By the uh, the the court, uh, can't think of the name of the court now that yeah. hung him, but uh, war crimes court, something like that. So uh, our next two are alive guys, right? One is sixty-two years of age, and it's Simon Cowell. And um, let's see here, the uh, what's that TV show? It just ended for the season. American Idol. Yes. American Idol. Now we're into uh, the singing show. The voice. That's it. Yep. Simon Cowell, I think, the brains behind the uh, American Idol show. Oh, yes. And um, anyway, celebrating his 62nd birthday today. And the, the spinoffs of so many other shows like The Voice. And I think they are patterning. Uh, their shows after um, American Idol. That's the first one I can remember coming out like that of amateur talent. Well, there may have been some before that. I I, I don't know, but I do know that um, both those shows hold interest for me, uh, where some others don't. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Simon Cowell sub- celebrating his 62nd birthday today. Celebrating his 69th birthday, birthday today is Vladimir Putin. So, um, do yo okay, Russian, Russian leader, right? President is he president? Is that the role? Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Okay, two um, two deaths to mention. Uh, neither one of them recent. Edgar Allan Poe. Born in 1809, died in 1849. So he only lived 40 years. Wow. Yeah, of course we know him as a writer, poet, editor, and literary critic. Best known for his poetry and short stories. Then the other one to mention today is Willis Carrier. He was born in 1876, died in 1950. And uh, Willis Carrier was an American engineer best known for inventing modern air conditioning. Carrier invented the first electrical air conditioning unit in 1902. Hmm. Oh, Carrier Air Conditioning. Mm -hmm. That's a brand name as well. Yes, it is. That's right. Very well-known brand. All right. Let's see. What direction do you want to go? Um, whichever one. Let's see. What do you have? Uh, I'm looking up there. What do you have? 
Let's go to. You started that one yesterday. This one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I wanted to add a little bit more about why he invented the air conditioning. The carrier guy? Yeah. In 1902, he invented it to address a humidity problem for a printing company. It would reduce the humidity and keep the paper size consistent with the humidity it would expand. And then when it goes out, they deliver the paper, whatever, it would contract and be smaller and crinkly, like shriveled up bacon. Well, this isn't, uh, I'm sorry, we're moving on. This isn't a really pleasant story by any means, but it is factual. And um, it's also shameful. Yeah. It's quite U.S. getting out of control. The United States records the largest annual increase in murders in six decades. Sixty years we're talking about. That's according to new statistics from the FBI with the national murder rate rising nearly 30% last year. As I already said, the biggest jump in six decades. They go on. Nearly 5,000 more Americans were murdered across the country last year than the year before, even as rape robbery, and other property crimes fell, again, according to FBI figures. Murder increased in every geographical region and in small towns and suburban areas as well as large cities. At least 77% of the murders were committed with firearms, One, the sharp one-year increase to a total of at least 21,570 murders does not erase the nation's safety gains since the early 1990s. The U.S. murder rate had dropped more than 50% since 1991. Even after last year's increase, it is still 34% lower. But the single-year jump in murders, the largest since current record-keeping began, which was in 1960, has fueled debate about the broader social effects of the coronavirus pandemic. National statistics show that no other crime category surged to the same extent that murder did. The nation's overall violent crime rate increased just 5% according to the data. Well, while homicides have continued to rise in big cities through the first half of this year, 2021, the rate of increase has slowed, according to the criminologist Richard Rosenfeld, who has been tracking changes in crime throughout the pandemic. 
a study looking at the upset of 29 U.S. cities through the end of June showed a homicide up 16% this year. Experts who study violence point to multiple factors that might have played a role in the murder increase. We're talking about from the emotional trauma and the economic instability of the pandemic which fell hardest on the communities that were already struggling. And to an increase in gun carrying in the public. Conversations about American crime and violence often focus on victims of color in big cities. But the FBI data is showing an increase everywhere. It's urban, it's rural, it's democratic, it's republican, it's everywhere. Law enforcement agencies have reported increases in illegal firearm possession. And there have been anecdotal reports from cities across the country of more guns on the street. Um, this, uh, this is a woman, um, Shani Bugs is her name, Shani Bugs, something like that. She's a professor out at the University of California, Davis. And this is a quote, what I'm hearing on the ground from folks in New York, Chicago, Oakland, Louisville, St. Louis, is that you have mundane issues that are turning lethal because there is so much anger rage, and guns available. Well, while handguns remain the most common murder weapon in the U.S., much about the surge in gun violence in 2020 remains unclear. The circumstances for most of the nation's more than 21,000 murders are not recorded in the national data which was released this past Monday. More than 4,000 were attributed to arguments, at least 900 to gang killings, and more than 1,900 were committed in the context of other crimes, things like robberies and drug crimes. But the largest category is still simply unknown. Well, Republicans have responded to the increase in gun violence by learning to, uh, leaning rather, into soft on crime rhetoric and pushing for more punitive responses. While our President Joe Biden and other Democrats have focused on Americans' widespread and easy access to guns. Biden has also proposed a $5 billion investment over eight years in scaling up community gun violence prevention strategies, including 
funding outreach workers and other programs that focus on small number of people most likely to shoot or be shot. Strategies that have shown a strong track record of reduced killings. Uh, folks, we've got another page and a half here. The murder increase has also become a key data point in debates over the role of police departments in preventing community violence, particularly after last year's protests against police killings of black Americans. Some advocates said it was important to focus on the fact that 2020's murder spike was building on a level of violence across the country that has that was already far from normal. Well, it seems like it took one pandemic to unve- to unveil another pandemic. And it's important that the nation as a whole doesn't miss the forest from the trees. The fact that every year thousands and thousands of people disproportionately black and brown are being killed on the streets. Stark racial disparities in who is most at risk of being murdered continued into 2020. Black Americans, who make up about 14% of our nation's population, represented more than half of the 2020 victims. But the number of murders also increased sharply among racial groups. Compared with 2019, the number of white males murdered rose 27%, while the number of black males murdered rose 31%. Of the nearly 5,000 additional murder victims in 2020, at least 1,200 were white, while at least 2,400 were black. Well, Rosenfeld, that criminologist that I mentioned earlier, um, said that while murder was the most serious crime, it was also the rarest, which made the continuing decline in U.S. property crimes last year a very important story that should not be overlooked. The number of people victimized by property crimes have been on a downward trend for at least two decades. And the pandemic had not changed that, he said, even as homicides spiked. Here's a quote from him. He says, we want to address the increase in homicide with remedies that are specific to homicides. Those broad-based remedies are like ratcheting up years in prison for the commission of a felony. We not only don't need them, they may do more harm than good. Again, this is Mr. Rosenfeld. Almost done now. In conversations with people working on the front lines of murder crisis across the country, um, 
this Miss Bugs said, she consistently heard people talking about how much trauma exists in the community and the need for healing and peacemaking. As a country, as a society, we don't have a great answer to that, but we need to be trying and innovating, and we need to be taking it seriously. I know that was kind of long, but pretty important stuff. Yeah. It seems like the Columbus area, every morning on the news, you see them reporting live from another crime scene, from another murder somewhere. You know, there's one... I think yesterday, last night, in German Village, you rarely hear of them there. Yeah. I'm very fond of German Village. I had my first scenic shop down there. All right. Nationally speaking, in today's morning news, This is from the New York Times. We have a general statement that says, Good morning. Americans strongly favor raising taxes on the rich. So why are the Democrats struggling to do so? Um, This is a well-written piece. Again, um, in the interest of time, it's also lengthy. And uh, if you go to the uh, New York Times website, you may find this a well, well-written piece. We have... Um, Mercy, it's longer than I realized. It occupies four full pages at this point, and I'm still turning them. Five full pages. Oh, well. In fact, it looks like that's really the story they're focusing on this morning. So check it out. The New New York Times website. There's been an Ohio blue alert. Now, do you know what that is? I'm not sure. You know, we we periodically get amber alerts, right? Yeah, yep. So this caught my eye this morning. Blue alert issued in the state of Ohio. Okay, a blue alert has been issued by the Ohio State Highway Patrol statewide. This was done at uh, 1.53 this morning. And in bold print it says, Be on the lookout for a missing or abducted officer on October 7th, 2021 at 1.38 in the morning. Suspect shot 
a state trooper on I-75 mile marker 160. Trooper was transported to the hostel. Suspect is still on the run. So we're talking about Hancock County. And uh, I guess this Liberty Township is the uh, area. Officers uh, Joseph Brobst, um, he's male, and as I understand it, he's... I, I guess it's not a fatal sort of thing, okay? He's, be, he's being treated. On the other hand, the person who shot him, they now know his name is Robert Tremaine Hathorn. They say he's a black male, age 42, 5 foot 10, 225 pounds. He was driving a black 2016 Chevy Suburban with a Michigan license plate. Anyway, like with all of these alerts, whether they be amber or blue or maybe there's some other colors we don't even know about. If you should know anything about this, you're to call the, uh, the highway patrol. Had you ever heard of a blue alert? I, as you were reading that, I kind of recall hearing something like that. When you said blue, I thought it has to do something with law enforcement, but I don't recall of hearing one abducted or kidnapped, whatever term you want to use. Okay, changing topics completely. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, you know, vaccinations, right? There's been so much noise about that because of COVID. But, you know, for years we've taken flu shots and, um, what, what, name some of those other things. Oh, the pneumonia. Shing- shingles, pneumonia. Yeah. Uh, pol- polio. Three that come to mind anyway. Um, and then there's some other things. Anyway, I went to get my flu shot yesterday and forgot. I got sidetracked. Well, well that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we, um, both uh, Pat and myself, got uh, our flu shots last Sunday. We both got our booster shots. Well, let's see here. She got hers a week before me, which would have been two and a half weeks ago. And I got mine the Sunday before last, so a week and a half ago. The boosters. The boosters. Um, we were having dinner with some friends last night, and somebody was talking about someone who simply refused to take the shot. And they've been fired from their job. 
Um, I don't know what what all the rules are. I get emails. I'll bet you I get a dozen emails a day about trying to give me advice about this kind of stuff. Personnel management. And what you can't ask that your employees do and what you can't and all that stuff. They don't always agree even. I'm pleased to announce that uh, our staff has been very diligent. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, they've... um, they're trying to be safe for one another. But if somebody isn't, as I heard uh, this story with some friends last night at dinner, and they are then fired, you know, what, what, what are the options for someone like that? Um, because when you go to apply for another job, that's going to come out somehow. Why did you leave your past job? Well, they wanted me to take the shot. Yeah, if if they're going to be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you have the right to call and get a reference on that past Mm -hmm, person. Right. Um... I'm sorry, I just don't understand the the reticence. I think the frightening thing is to not have it more than to have it. I keep the statistics daily. Oddly enough, I didn't print them off this morning. I should have brought them in. You got sidetracked, yes, too, just like I did with going to get my flu shot. <laughs> um, I do think, you know, we had a, <clears throat> what do you want to call it, a surge, a bump uh, in increased stuff, but it seems to be settling back down. And uh, I am hopeful that it will settle to a greater degree than it had the last time before we had a bump. Well, anyway, the topic today, though, is the flu vaccine. And um, this Megan Baumler wrote me. She says, at a time when the new COVID-19 cases are increasing, and in some cases overburdening our hospitals and personnel. It is important for everyone to get a flu vaccine to stay healthy and protect themselves and their communities from the flu. The CDC, the AMA, and the Ag Council are urging individuals to get flu vaccinations with their no time for flu 
that my printer cut something off here. Anyway, Tuesday, October 12th. Well, anyway, I got mine uh, last Sunday. I don't want to be sick. See, yeah, I guess I guess I, I'm sorry. It's not much fun. No, I guess she's pu- pushing a speaker that could be on our show, a guest. And here's some suggested clips and. Special events with Taylor. Why is getting a flu shot especially important during COVID-19 pandemic? Why is flu vaccination especially urgent for black and Hispanic communities this year? Who is eligible for the flu shot? Can you get a flu shot and COVID-19 vaccination at the same time? I think I watched the Today Show this morning and they said yes, and we're doing it. Well, I hope they're right because I'm going to get it, and I've had both shots too. No, I mean at the same time. At the same time? time? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, anyway. Folks, um, let's see. Weather-wise, if you missed the early part of the show, we're expecting it to climb up to 72 today. Um, rain showers are mentioned. In fact, they're uh, today, tomorrow, and Saturday. They're mentioned. I think I saw another forecast where they weren't mentioned for Saturday. But um, Sunday's supposed to be partly sunny. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WHFNs. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Kids aged 5 to 11 may be able to get vaccinated against COVID in time for Thanksgiving. This morning, Pfizer asked the FDA for emergency use authorization. In Florida, the State Department of Education meets today to consider punishing school districts that violate the governor's ban on mask mandates. CBS's Omar Villafranca spoke with a family trying to force the state's hand. Every night I wish upon a starfish that I can go back in person. Nine-year-old Reefy Kinder has been learning virtually for almost two years. I miss socializing with my friends. Reefy had 30 surgeries over six years, leaving her immunocompromised. Her parents and doctor decided not to send her to school in person this year because there's no mask mandate in their county. The Kinders and 10 other families are part of a federal lawsuit against uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, like the State Department of Education, and several school districts. The Senate reconvenes this hour to consider an offer from Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to raise the country's debt ceiling into early December to avoid a government default. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. We are not, we're making good progress. We're not there yet, but I hope we can come to an agreement. United is ramping up its schedule. The airline says it hopes to fly 91% of its 2019 domestic flights in December. Weekly jobless numbers are out. Bank rates, Mark Hamrick. After three straight weekly increases, new jobless claims have finally moved to the downside. The decline of 38,000 to 326,000 in seasonally 